Radio on Super Talk 1270. Now, here's Travis Beist and Rob McLeod. So welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Unriveted, a Dakota Customs original podcast. I'm your host, Travis Feist, and with me and always is my co-host, Rob McLeod. Good afternoon, guys. Um, Got a Thursday edition today. Yeah. It's that's the first. In, in a while. Oh, I, think, I think I'm kind of liking the Thursday, Friday podcast too. more than the usual Wednesdays. I feel like Wednesday, we're kind of at the peak busyness of the week, although things are lined out. And uh, But Fridays, there's always a push to get stuff out the door before the weekend. So maybe, um, I don't know, maybe myself, I'm not quite as calm as I am right now. Yeah, I don't know. Today seems like Friday. I don't know. The last couple of days seem like Friday. It's You got Arizona on your mind. I wish I did. I'm actually oh. thinking about canceling. I got so much going on that it's hard to go somewhere and relax when... Your mind is still left here at the shop. I already kind of figured that before you even told me, but anyways. Yeah, so (laughs) it just got so much going on and so much has happened. Just take your darn lunch break, man. Yeah, yeah, easier said than done. (laughs) Um, So anyways, yeah, uh, school's back. I think, you know, our fall's coming. Seems like once Sturgis is over with, it seems like... That's when everybody, that's like your go-to point where it's a reminder for people to start wrapping up the fun. You know, like the boats are starting to come in, the pontoons. It's like the bikes aren't reaching out, doing trips. People are getting ready for school, their kids for school. And it's like, that's like the last hoorah of the season. And then people kind of like realize that maybe fall's coming. Maybe that kind of leads into Labor Day. Which is this week? True. Yeah, and it could be that, Labor Day. Yeah, yeah, and then it's like, okay, that first week of school is is underneath the belts, and um, people start complaining about winter. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's getting to be that point. Well, you starting to see the leaves are starting to change a little bit now. So I think, I think that Labor Day is the last holiday, but I think the last event that people like is once Sturgis, like because people save up vacation time and everything for Sturgis. You know, if you're like that's what you're into because that's what they look forward to every year so it seems like one Sturgis you know that's like their one vacation of the year or their one you know the one big you know let your hair down kind of a, a ordeal is is like Sturgis for the mm-hmm. year and I feel like that there's a lot more to offer in Sturgis than the whole bike rally because you know what's interesting is even with you know I'm a in the bike industry and I'm not saying that I'm a biker but I just like I enjoy the sport I enjoy what the motorcycle industry has to bring and with us you know being in the motorcycle industry that I never really paid much attention to why or how Sturgis actually and I shouldn't say Sturgis the rally it's the rally how it got started and it's crazy because people just assume that it was just a bunch of guys on a motorcycle and they probably stopped at Sturgis and had a beer at the local saloon and just like, hey, we should do this again next year. And then that's like how it took off. But I don't really quite think that that's exactly how it went down. Yeah, I've I always believe. kind of wondered how we've had this ginormous rally where it is. Right. You know, I've always just like, it's like Sturgis is like global mm-hmm. oh it's you know, worldwide worldwide oh absolutely it's, it is it is the biggest motorcycle rally mm-hmm. um to exist so and i've always kind of wondered how it got to that point and it's you think about it there's no it's not called the black hills rally it's it's not referred to as like the black hills rally or it's not referred to it's sturgis where right. it takes place right. sturgis so you t- people say sturgis people forget that sturgis is a town Right. People refer to Sturgis as a motorcycle rally. It's an event. It's an event, yeah. yeah. So it's crazy because when you talk to people or, you know, people that are in the motorcycle world, you don't say, yeah, I'm going to the motor- the Sturgis motorcycle rally. No, you say, hey, you going to Sturgis? Or have you been to Sturgis? Or are you taking in Sturgis? How was Sturgis? How was Sturgis? Yeah. It's the town has so many meetings that just by saying that word, it 
it means so much that people know what you're talking about that you don't have to say anything motorcycle or anything for people to understand what it's about. But it's always, you know, and it's crazy because I've always thought about, wondered, like, how this actually got started. And and just like I said earlier, that's what I would have thought was just, you know, a couple buddies, you know, kind of like us on Labor Day when we went down there, like we went, Started group of a, us started a trend yeah and we stopped in um what was that town um oh it starts with a k i can't remember what it was custer no i can't i forget but we stopped there and we had ice cream and we sat in the shade in that abandoned parking lot like custer. that yeah i think it was custer was it yeah okay. and i'm thinking like that's all sturgis got started like these group of guys got together they just and did they, something yeah and it was except, fun so they wanted to do it again and then yeah except i don't fun. think it was ice cream but you know, but I related to that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably how it got started. Well, but, I think we got the gentleman to kind of fill in our blanks for that. Yeah. So we actually reached out to Brett Winslow. I think, Brett, did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my name's Brett. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and you're you're the chairman of the actual motorcycle club that founded, that started the rally. Did I, did I say that correctly? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're the Jack Pine Gypsies, and we're the founders of the rally. Cool, and and what's yeah. what's cool about it is, it wasn't even started with a Harley either. It was started with Indians. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think that would throw a lot of people off. That assuming that it probably started with a Harley Davidson, but it actually wasn't, um, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah, there, back in those days, you know, there were several brands. But uh, the two big ones were Indian and Harley, and uh, one of our founders was J.C. Pappy Hoyle, and uh, he would, he'd been a very successful ice salesman, mm-hmm. and he kind of saw the writing on the wall. He thought, wait a minute, there's these electric refrigerators coming, and uh, maybe I better look at doing something else. And just he delivered a lot of ice on his motorcycle over the years and uh, knew a lot of guys that rode bikes in he and some guys from Leed, some guys from Rapid City, and some guys from Sturgis decided to get together in 1936, and they formed the uh, Jack Pine Gypsies Motorcycle Club. Nice. And uh, that year, they actually had a what they referred to back in those days as a field meet. I guess it would probably be the closest closest thing would probably be like a hair scramble nowadays, mm-hmm. called a hair scramble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the very first event. A lot of people thought it was a half mile or think it was a half mile, but the very first event that we ever held was, was called a field meet. Nice. So it's yeah. kind of tough to like. So now, like today, bikes are, you know, seventy percent of the bikes that are on the road are highway bikes. Mm-hmm. Well, right. Eighty percent of the roads back then were not paved. Yeah. Right. So. These bikes were set up to be, um, you know, all-terrain vehicles essentially. So you could yeah. you could essentially race them about anywhere. You didn't have to have necessarily a track. So that's kind of kind of funny how um, it's, things have shifted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. And then that's kind of kind of the cool thing: the bikes that they rode in on are the bikes they raced. Mm-hmm. And so that's cool. uh, in '37. They had a, a race at the half mile, and if you talk to all the old timers, they'll call it the Great Track. So we still have the half mile here in Sturgis, but uh, anyway, that's where they raced, and it was a horse track, and they also raced cars on it. And uh, in '37, they had their first half mile, and uh, a lot of these guys came from all over the country and uh, raced the uh, their, the bikes they rode in on on the half mile. And then in '38. They had the very first, and that was the original rally. That's what, uh, they got together with a group of businessmen in town, and it was called the Black Hills Motor Classic. And that was the first official AMA-sanctioned race at the half mile. And I think there was eight, or if I'm not mistaken, maybe nine uh, participants in that first race, and it grew Jeez. into what it is now. Wow. So, a lot of big changes. Yeah. It'd be kind of interesting to know when that transition transition actually took place from where it became more of a of a hangout of the rally versus a race more of the racing part of it 
You know, racing's always been part of it, mm-hmm. and it's one of the things I, I think that's kind of got downplayed somewhat over the maybe last maybe 15 years. Mm-hmm. But up until 15 years ago, it was always called the rally and racing. Wow. Now, you know, it's, as things grow, and it's, it's gone way beyond our wildest dreams. Right. You know, what the original... I think what the original vision was, I don't think anybody had any idea it was going to turn into, you know, one of the largest events really in the world as far as people coming from all over the world. And um, so, you know, I think up until probably, say, the early 90s, you didn't come to the rally without coming to the, to the gypsies races. That was just part of the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time in 1982 where, you know, up until 1982, there uh, the city park was the big, big place where everybody camped, and there wasn't a lot of campgrounds uh, close to Sturgis, and so I think they could have like 3,800 people or 3,900 people, something like that, that could fit in the campground, mm-hmm. and then of course they went to the other campgrounds throughout the hill, which is like a but fraction of the not- attendance that shows up these days. What's that? Which is like a fraction of the attendance that you see nowadays. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, what had happened there is it got, in some people's view, pretty pretty much like a Mad Max movie at the park. So some of the citizens in Sturgis thought, well, we need to get, we got to stop this. And so they uh, put up a petition to see if they could get rid of the rally or at least quit funding the rally. Mm-hmm. And uh, the citizens voted. Uh, Two thirds voted to keep the rally, and a third of the citizens voted to, to stop the rally. So at that point, city council kind of decided, hey, uh, maybe we better better roll with it. Better, uh, well, yeah, we better roll with it. But maybe we better try to keep everybody happy. So they uh, basically outlawed camping in the park. Oh. And at that point, uh, that's kind of when we started seeing the other camps start popping up like Buffalo Chips and mm-hmm. um, Glencoe and some of the other big campgrounds that are right here on the edge of town. Mm-hmm. And and so that was back in when, when that kind of started taking over? That was 82. Wow. And so I'd say 82 was probably, I mean, it had always been a party and also racing. So pretty much they, they partied all night and then they'd go, go to the races during the day, races or hill climbs or that kind of thing. And do the tours like we, we do what's called the gypsy tour and so everybody went on the gypsy tour and uh but from there i would say from 82 it just uh really morphed into you know just a more like, of a rally a global event yeah mm-hmm. yeah so, uh, so i bet go ahead is there that the jack pine gypsies is that like how big is that now is is that a pretty big club or did it is it still like yeah yeah we're we're still a big club okay. you know we have several different types of membership we have full members who are actually people that are owners mm-hmm. um, and to become a full member you have to be voted into the club basically ask ask into the club um, we also have associate membership corporate membership um, there's several different types of membership but we have members of different types all over the world. And it's kind of crazy in Japan, even they have this really, you know, they like to copy things. They have this crazy subculture, uh, it's a Jack Pine Gypsy subculture. They actually have magazines that uh, tries to emulate all the things that we do. So it's, hmm. uh, it's grown into things that we never ever imagined. Wow. So it's, it's basically the heart of it is still. Out of Sturgis, then for the South Dakota, South yeah. Dakota, yeah, like their chapter, like that's the head of it. Still is out of South main Dakota. chapter, right? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yep, we, this this is the one clubhouse that we have that's a real clubhouse. It's right here in Sturgis. So if you're driving through Sturgis on the interstate uh, off to the south, uh, you will see a hill climb, a short track, and a motocross track, Sweet. and that's our club ground. And that's where our clubhouse is at, and that's where. Pretty much all the activity takes place. So, if you come through Sturgis, it's kind of the showpiece. It says, "Here we're Sturgis. Here's what we're about." A lot of people around the interstate, and they're they're probably wondering, well, "What's that hill climb? And what's that racetrack?" Well, that's the Jack Pine Gypsy Club Ground. Well, that's cool. 
It'd be cool to see it. You know, I've only been to Sturgis once in my life, and it's sad to say that, okay. but I've never been to the rally. Um, it would okay. be cool to come down there and actually, you know, off-season, and I say that, you know, for the rally, and come down there and, and actually see this. Um, it'd be really cool. I'd I really dig to do something like that because I've never, like I said, I've, I've only been through Sturgis once, and it was actually um, on my way through to a... Uh, um, it was a um, modified race for the um, God. I'm trying to think of uh, what those cars were again. Uh, with the big wing on them, I sprint. Don't yeah, the sprint cars. Yeah, sure. they had the sprint cars down there, and I think um, um, we went down there to watch them. So we came through Sturgis and um, stopped and had a I think ate lunch or something there, and then continued our our venture through there. So that was like my only experience with with actual Sturgis. So. Um, I got to get down and check out some of this cool stuff. I thought we rolled through there. Mm-mm. I, I thought we went to Sturgis. No, well, I think we drove through there at night with the trailer, but we didn't. When we went on our bike ride, we didn't go we... through Sturgis. Mm-mm. Well, we next year south. you guys got to come. Come down to the rally. You guys can be our our special guest. But like during the week at all of our short tracks, we uh, have a run with you brun class. Mm-hmm. Just to keep it. Uh, so we've never changed. So. If you ride in here on on your Harley and you want to race, as long as you have a, all the protective gear, helmet, gloves, boots, eye protection, we have a class for that. So you guys can show up and you can race the run what you want, run class. You got a beggar class? What's that? You got a beggar yeah, class? class. Oh, you know what you're in. I am in. so in on that deal. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's funny, fun, right? um, you know, with uh, – being associated with Dakota Customs, you know, Travis essentially started the company building custom motorcycles. And so that um, a lot of our customers are into motorcycles. They always ask us, and, um, you know, you're going to Sturgis, you're going to Sturgis. And I just tell them, you know, no, it's the, the, the whole party rally thing. You know, it's just if I take my motorcycle somewhere, I want to go ride it. Um, I'm not really... Um, into just, you know, hanging out and partying for three days, although that would be a good time. But uh, now you're kind of enticing me to bring my bike down to the rally because before I'd always just, if I'm going to go down to the rally itself, I'd just drive a pickup and leave my bike at home because I'm not going to be doing any riding. But if we can race these things, now you got a purpose. I'm bringing, that, I'm bringing my oh, bike absolutely. down. Absolutely. That I think that just brings a whole different meaning to go to the rally because and you're not just going to go down there and party like you said. I want to. You're going to go like, down there and compete. You know, and like make a, something like, out of it. Like, yeah. I, I can party here. Yeah. Any any day of the week, that's and fine. You can party. Oh geez, <laughs> but um, but to go down there and watch races in a whole variety of races, well, it, it kind of just changes my perspective on things. Oh, absolutely. How many? Yeah, you know that. That's kind of. I think you guys would have a blast, and that's the thing that I think has gotten lost is, you know, if you go to a rally, you want to be a the motorcycle spirit. Too. Yeah, that you know, it's, it's it's about the camaraderie for sure. It's checking out cool bikes, mm-hmm. but it's also making some memories and things that uh, you only live once in life. And I think a lot of times most people forget that part. Oh, you got to make those memories. Yeah, and you know that's kind of what what we're about. And, uh, you know, you can still make concerts, you can still get to, you can do all the partying you want to, but come to the track, and it's kind of like, it's truly the essence of a route. You mm. have that that rally vibe going on. We have events at night, we have events during the day. Um, in fact, during the rally this year, I think we did nine events, and uh, the year prior to that, we did 17, and we thought, oh, that's just a little too much, but... Uh, we do it like a practice day for motocross. And so if you got dirt bikes, uh, bring those down. Uh, you don't have to race, but we should get on a, a national-style motocross track and see what that's like, fully prepped. The next day we have a, a AMA race. This year it was the AMA South Dakota Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we do a short track. I guess we did a short track on Monday night. Which, if you haven't ever been to a flat track race, it's something you got to experience. It's it's a blast. And those would be wild. Those are the ones that we. What's that? Said so those would be wild. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun. 
um, we did a super moto. We one of our events was on Tuesday night. We had uh, one of the the nationals. We were round four of the AMA uh, national series, so we had some really fast guys here. We did it under the lights. Uh, we actually cut a hole in the fence and we started them on the on some pavement. Uh, they raced up the pavement, turned onto the motocross track, which we had lit up with lights. Uh, raced through that, came back down, got back on the pavement a little bit, turned onto the short track. So we basically had all three disciplines, and then we built a little jump where they had to jump out of the short track over a concrete fence and land on the pavement and head back out. Uh, the next night, uh, we do what's called a verticross, and that's something that everybody should see. Basically what it is is that we have two motocross gates at the bottom of a hill, and then we've built step-ups all the way up the hill, and it's kind of like a drag race. The gate drops, and anything goes. Whoever gets to the top of the hill first wins, and it's a double elimination event under the lights at night, and that's really almost kind of like a X Games party kind of a feel at that night, so that's something everybody should check out. That would be cool. Uh, the next day, yeah, it's fun. Uh, next day, we do a tour. And um, it's the original tour. It's called the Founders Tour. And we have two of our oldest members are the, the guys that are the road captains for that event and tour up throughout the Black Hills, come back and kind of hang out and bench race. down. And we have a bar downstairs, so kind of a fun thing to do. Um, and then we have a short track or a a hill climb, I, I neglected to talk about that, hill climb on Monday, which is a full hill climb. That's our pro day. So if you want to see probably one of the gnarliest hills ever, that's another thing you should check out. I pretty much try to make it where almost nobody can make it. And So, so, when, so when someone does, they get all the glory. I like that. Yeah. So, what did you say, guys? I'm sorry. So like when someone makes it to the top, they kind of get all the glory. I like that. Yeah. Do. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost roaring. It's almost like, like in uh, like sled pulling. The first, the only one to make a full pull gets all the glory. The rest are just measured, you know. Yeah, breaking right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you, you truly get, know your you top dog. Yeah. <laughs> but, That's um, pretty cool. So have you guys? Um, and you could have already said this. So, do you or have you ever held any AMA sanctioned races? Yeah, actually, we did two this year, and I want to give a shout-out to Bill Stork. Oh, yeah, uh, what the heck? He's, he's the owner of Rough Riders up there. Yep. He came you, down and raced me. And he was on our last podcast. Team. Yeah, we oh, don't. Was he? Yeah, yeah. We, I'm, we're really good friends with Bill, actually. Um, we're actually talking about doing an unedited version podcast because there's so much more we want to talk about. But, yeah, we've had Bill, Bill's. Yeah, he's a good friend of ours. Awesome guy. Yeah. Super fun guy to race. I mean, he's fast and he's not going to quit. No, you know, he's like been racing for That's a lot for of sure. years. And anyway, probably the funnest race I had all summer. Cool. So, so we we had an AMA District Thirty, um, which basically, if you win that, that means you're the best in District Thirty. And District Thirty is North Dakota and South Dakota, and I believe we're the only AMA. Uh, off-road club in North Dakota and South Dakota. So we did that, and then we did uh, the AMA uh, state championship during the rally. Okay. And then we also had an AMA uh, flat track and an AMA supermoto. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So do you guys actually race them for the full 10 days of the rally, pretty much? We do. Um, typically, it's for seven days. You know, the rally used to be seven days now they've made it to full 10 days mm -hmm. uh we do do events throughout all those days though so yeah we're pretty much busy for the whole rally so how many contestants do you feel show up or i shouldn't say like how many entries do you get do you actually have to turn people away because it's so many or do you have to be pre-qualified to do this because if you get like you said on that one you know you you bring what you 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 know you race what you brung I mean, you can't have 2,000 people sitting there and wanting to race this thing. I mean, it's got to be somewhat controlled, you know what I mean? But it's it's got to be a huge event. It does turn out to be huge a lot of times. You know, it's one of those things where 
we're here to have a good time, mm-hmm. so we're going to make it work. We, we really try not to turn anybody away. Um, during like the, the Verticross night, that went to till 2 in the morning. Oh, it was this week, or this last rally. That's wild. So that one, we may end up having to turn it into a two-day event. Whatever happens, we're not going to turn anybody away. Um, like on the Run What You Run, last year we had Flat Out Fridays here. And I don't know if you guys know about them, but they mm-hmm. did a, a really good show for us. And uh, that whole race was almost comprised of run what you run. Uh, there's so many classes. They have their regular cl- classes, but um, then they there was, uh, I can't even tell you how many people just showed up and raced that night. It was, it was a blast. So, wow. Yeah, we'll never turn anybody away. Dude, you, you know, and that's just crazy how the fact that for as many years as I've heard about, you know, the rally, you know, for as long as it like burned up like a spot in your brain that you just, you know, you always know about the rally. I've never really heard about like this, you know, with the, with the racing and all that. It's just only thing you mostly hear about is, you know, the party and the bands and stuff like that. But I've never, dude, it just opens your mind and like a whole new perspective. Like it does. But as yeah. you're talking, like I'm thinking, we need to get, we need to get like a, a like a motorhome. We need to get a trailer for parts. We need to get Rob start working out. We get him fit to start like racing his beggar. And like this is a whole new adventure for me to come yeah. down to Sturgis. That it's like I'm I'm like thinking now it's worth it to come down to just for all this racing. Got to start looking for more sponsors. Yeah, like it could be a whole new adventure for us with Dakota Customs that we're just going down there for to take in this whole ordeal that it's a whole nother venue of the rally than just the parting aspect of it. It sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys should do it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. We'll be looking forward to seeing you if you do, you know, if you want to, we'll even do a special race for you guys. Like something that might be cool is I don't know. I don't talk to Bill. Next time he's there, that's how him and Harley Davidson to a, a hill climb. So at the Verticross, have challenge him to a race up the hill. So he can build what he wants to build, but, right. but make it to where they both have to be like Harley's versus yep. Indian or whatever you guys want to build. And uh, then we could build that up. We could have a, a great race between. Uh, Dakota Customs and Rough Rider. Yeah, so pretty cool for you guys up there. Yeah, so we, um, I started this thing um, on our last podcast that I called Bill out that um, I want to have a bowling tournament against our our shop against their shop, and uh, and then we'll make a trophy for bragging rights and whatever. And Bill looked at me with this most weirdest look, and then he started laughing, and he's like dude you're on like it's a challenge and he's like nobody's ever challenged me before or even like done anything like this so i'm thinking we're going to start with the bowling tournament and then from there it's going to be like all right now we're going to compete down in in sturgis during the rally and we're going to be like the best out of the hill climb the best out of the flat track and you know like we'll make like a three event competition and we'll get people to like uh, pipe in and like vote and like, who do they think is going to take the trophy? And, like, this could be a whole new thing for for us. Oh, yeah. So I was even thinking oh, yeah. um, we got that, um, the the burger contest trophy sitting in limbo right now. So we had a, a, a burger contest between Travis and I about a month ago, and we had all our all our shop guys and all our personnel vote who had the best burger, and it was a tie. So now no one got the trophy. So I think uh, if we raced, yeah. Well, the trophy is going to be. We still got to. We still got to have that between us because we have to have. Yeah, those, we, get, we have a race now. Yeah, those breaking rights. But now, like I, I feel like that we can't just stop there. That we will have to call out Bill because you know you you mentioned racing to Bill and you know he's all about it. Oh, he's yeah. he's going to be a hundred percent in. Um, and we were just talking on our last podcast with Bill that uh, he got what's that that he's he's got um, with that enduro with that Harley that he does like all that back road racing and stuff like that that he's starting to get into, and he's just been bragging about that you know 
that he's getting in shape for this and like is it it's like his new adventure so if you take that and you start being like all right let's take that to down there during the rally and let's do some hill climbs and stuff you know bill is going to be all about it so we might be on to something there See, and that's the true spirit of the rally right right if you just come here to come here to party uh, you can do that anywhere right yeah for sure go to a concert anywhere yeah but you come here to experience things and uh really have a blast so i think think well i'm just kind of reading some of these footnotes that amy put together for us and it says we're a true riders rally and i mean that's what we need to go down there for right you know yeah yep that's right i mean that's that's why you go to a rally it's kind of like i think i was listening to one of you guys uh podcasts about like car shows and stuff mm-hmm. and, you know how much fun is it to i don't really remember how what you guys said but how much fun is it really to just take it there unload it and then put it back in the trailer i know that's really messing up what you said mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that's kind of what happens if you come to the rally and create Trailer your bike down here, go to the campgrounds, and don't go anywhere else besides maybe downtown Sturgis, and you missed the whole thing. And really, how much fun did you have? Where right, if you get involved and mm. are part of it, something well, you're going to get hooked on and keep coming every year well, after that. You know, and that's the point because, is to be honest with you, this last Labor Day when we went down there and rode, that was it was the bulk of riding that, like, it's. It's beautiful down there. Like the scenery, the things to see, just to ride in in the area down there is pretty epic. Like it's there's a lot to see, and that's what I'm about. And again, like I agree with Rob. If if I want to go somewhere and party, I can party in my backyard. Yeah, it's, I know it's not the same thing. Like I get it. Like the bands and stuff. It's it's still like that's a whole nother end of it. And if you're into that, that's awesome because they do. Like you guys get great entertainment. Um, so I won't take that away from the rally because it's like that's another whole. If that's what you're going to go there it's for, part of the fun too. Yeah, you're you're going down there and you're going to do it right. So and we're not knocking people right, that no, go down there for it. You know, it's not, just it's right. it's just not my thing. Yeah. And, and to me, like yeah, it would still be cool to go down there and see the people walk through, take in the energy of of everybody being down there, and and to see you know uh, uh, probably one of your favorite bands or whatever. Like I, it's. I'm not knocking it. I'd, I'd still, I'd still take it in, but it's not the only reason why I want would ever want to go down to the rally. Like that's, you know, I'm. It's just not for me. If for me to come down there, I would like to ride and and take in what it all has to offer. But for this thing to come down there to ride down there for a purpose and for a reason and to compete and to. To, to get involved into something like with the racing opens the window and it, it puts a whole different perspective on the whole rally itself. Because it's crazy. Yeah, I just You've never heard of a lot of people talking about that they went down there to check out the races or they went down there and watch the races or they went down there and competed in the races. And so that's why I feel like by going down there and doing this, it just opens a window to a whole new opportunity of what the rally has to offer. Yeah. It's, well, when we've got some pretty fast guys come down from your area, they're like Tanner Reedman. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know yep. Him or oh, yeah. Yep. Tanner, Tanner's a fast dude. He used to come here when he was younger. We were still racing AMA stuff. He's, He's never been slow, year. that's for sure. Never been slow. I always felt bad. I never had a chance to. So maybe there's a good chance I get, get to do this, but. We had this rule where if you got caught jumping on a yellow flag, uh, you had to get turned around backwards on the next on the gate. You had to start backwards on the gate on the next moto. And <laughs> uh, he was he was leading the race by I think he was lapping a bunch of guys. Anyway, he came off one of our big jumps and it was late in the day and it was starting to get dusty and he jumps and our our announcer, Kelly Ragles, who's a great guy, he goes, Ah, Tanner jumped, and so all, all, all of a sudden, all of our scoring leaders are like, "Well, you got to dock him. You got to dock him." So, so I, I, we ended up making telling him he's going to have to start backwards uh, that day, and um, 
on the next game. He was jacked about it because I think he knew it was a he was going to actually get me so how good he really is, you know. He yeah. Well, he could behind do some racing then. Yeah. Not just his, run laps. His dad comes up. It, it, his dad, rightly so, was pretty upset about it. But I'd already made the call, you know, and it's like, as a race official, you can't go back on your word. So I'm saying to his dad, well, we made the call. And, you know, just let him show off and show, you know, the superstar that he is. And he's telling his dad, dad, just let me do it. Just right. let me do it. And so you know, he starts from behind the pack, and if I'm not mistaken, he either won that race or got all the way back up to second place. Wow! And uh, really showed how fast he was. So pretty yeah. impressive guy. Yeah. And so anyway, I... Tanner, sorry for that was like 15 <laughs> years ago, but sorry about that, dude. I've always been a fan ever since. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's over it. But just even that accomplishment is is um, pretty impressive. And he is he's a hard <laughs> racer. He's he's very aggressive and he's good at it. He's actually yeah. extremely fast on a mountain bike too. You can just tell his his bike control. Um, I haven't ridden right behind him, but I've ridden in the same group. Or sure. like, and um, yeah, he's just he's a talented rider. How about Casey Shyrock? Is he still up there? Shriok? Mm, I don't Shriok. know. Yeah, yeah Shriok. I don't. I haven't seen Casey in a while, but I guess I'm not sure if he is he's or not. He's another fast one from. From up there, guys. You guys mm-hmm. got a lot of good fast riders. Always been impressed with what you guys produce and send down here. So, are you familiar with um, the Jackson Hill climbs, snowmobiling? Oh yeah, I grew up in Wyoming. Oh, so cool. That's, oh, that's that's yeah, well then, yeah. So go. I, I feel like um, Jackson is kind of in the way you describe the early stages of Sturgis. I feel like that's what. Jackson is right now, where Jackson's still primarily a race event, but it's um, just, I've never been there, but like I listen to a lot of pro riders that, you know, they talk about the experience there, and I feel like maybe 40, 50 years down the road, Jackson is going to be this, you know, as long as the EPA doesn't get involved too much, but <laughs> um, Great. I feel like Jackson's going to be kind of what Sturgis has molded into current day. Um, you know, if you if you can kind of relate to that a little bit, but yeah, only you during mean the, the winter. Event or, or you mean the town? You mean the event, the event itself? Well, yeah. I mean, it's. I think even right now, uh, Jackson is. It's more or less. It, obviously, it's a nice town. Um, you got Jackson Hole Ski Resort, but right. you know, like within the snowmobiling community. People, when they say Jackson, they're actually talking about the hill climb event. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like when people say Sturgis, they're actually talking about the rally. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's, it's an epic event, that's for sure. Yeah. My parents actually, that mountain, my parents were the people that had the picture taking business on it for many, many years. So, very familiar with the mountain. But during the summer, they would, they would uh, take pictures and people would come to Jackson and what are you going to do in Jackson during the summer? Well, you're either going to go hiking or kayaking. This is back in the day. Like now, there you can do anything in Jackson. But uh, um, so they would ride the chairlift up, and uh, people would get a picture of them with the Jackson in the background. And so my parents did that for a lot of years, and then my uncle took it over after that. So very familiar with that mountain. But Jackson itself, as a town. Um, that place, have you ever been there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know Travis is the biggest place, fan. <laughs> it's crazy how it's changed. So yeah. There's a hillside there in town that my dad wanted to buy when he was a young man in business. And is he went King? to the banker. I think the hillside was like $100,000. Yeah. He says to the guy, the banker, you know, I'd like to buy this mountain. The, the banker looked at him and laughed and he said, son, that mountain will never be worth $100,000. <laughs> now they're selling stuff for more than $100,000 a square foot. Oh, know? yeah. Jackson, one of those places where the, the millionaires push out the regular people, then the multimillionaires push out the, the millionaires. millionaires. Yeah. The millionaires push. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy place. Yeah. Awesome place, though. Yeah, that place has really uh, changed a lot, too. Um, For sure. Yeah. So, hey, how did you know uh, with the rain and everything this year down there, like, how did, I suppose that just added more fun to the, the racing and stuff down there, or... Because um, it doesn't matter if it rains or not. You guys still hold the races. 
We do. Yeah, so, we do. You know, so what happened the first day we were going to have the motocross practice in the motocross race, mm-hmm. and it rained so much. It's the first time we've ever canceled a motocross race. And quite honestly, we're kind of known, known for mud races. We always want to race in the mud when maybe other people don't want to. Mm-hmm. But we had that much moisture. We had five inches in basically 24-hour period. And then we got an additional two inches the day of the race. So we canceled the race in the practice on the first weekend and put it on the end of the end of the week. So actually, it worked in our favor because the track, we had so much moisture, just made all of the tracks just fine. You know, so it actually worked out great for us in the long run. Heck yeah. Well, and we kind of learned something in, the, in that, too, is I, I think we're going to switch our our motos till the end of the week. It gave us the whole week to prep the track, and it just seemed like everybody was in a better mood that way. So I think that's the way we're going to do it from now on. Oh, that works. So do you do you yeah. ever do you ever get out on the track and race, or do you just? I suppose you're so busy trying to coordinate everything, or do you actually get out and run? Oh yeah, I, I race every chance I get. I don't care what it is. You show up here. And you're racing lawnmowers, and I don't have one. You let me race, and I'm going to race it. Right. So, yeah, I'll, mean, I'll find one. I get to race. <laughs> That's kind of why I was giving a shout-out to Bill. He and I had a, an awesome race earlier this year. So if there's anybody I'd want to race, it's probably Bill. Good, because you know what? I'm, I actually have to go to Harley here, I think, today or tomorrow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find him and be like, hey, do you know this Brett Winslow? He says you suck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to see what... <laughs> I'm gonna be like, man, I don't, don't tell him that. Yeah, he's I, already fast. He doesn't need getting fast. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, I don't know why, but man, this dude was just dogging you and saying you're weak <laughs> and, and you're no good. Just get him all worked up. <laughs> uh, the thing about him is, is he will. You know, you get him. That guy's got more determination than anybody. So yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing on my end or not. I can get him all riled up. I think he's gotten a eternal inner fire burning all the time mm-hmm. yeah I, yeah I, think so. I feel like if once you have that racing in your blood it's hard to get out of it so it's it's always there and i think even just with bill even for um his age and i'm not saying he's older enough but i'm just saying like as we get older you know some people grow out of it, but I don't think he's there yet. He just found a different way to absorb it and attack it with a different kind of riding or different style, but he's he's still up for that competition part of it. So I know what you're saying. It's it is uh it would be fun to get maybe if we get down there next year, hopefully we can. Maybe we'll get like all four of us out, out there and we'll just call it all of us out and we'll have like this challenge going on. There you go. That yeah. sounds good. I mean, yeah. once it gets in your blood, it's just kind of like what you're saying. You know, it's, it'll be like your metaphor for life. It's, it's why, like, why do I work? Why do I do what I do? Mm-hmm. Um, so I can, so I can race, or so I can ride. You know, so it's like uh, uh, definitely. That's what I always tell all my young guys here: is I'm going to be ninety, maybe a hundred years old, coming down the motocross track the wrong direction, and you guys better <laughs> like it. You yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah deal with it <laughs> yeah it's like yeah, sometimes yeah. uh travis and i will have a, a stressful day at the shop and you know be busting our ass for a week straight and it's like why do we do it well we do it for bike parts obviously i mean bike parts aren't cheap <laughs> you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah for sure yeah, yeah but, i get that but no that's awesome i it's it really opened my eyes to see what you know, like like just kind of like I said earlier on the podcast. You know, I I guarantee if you just if you walked like through the mall or anywhere and just be like, hey, you know, you know what Sturgis is. You know, how did it get started? What it's about? And I think you'd be surprised how many people would probably say the same thing that, you know, it's it must be a bunch of you know bikers that got together and started partying and and stuff like that. That that's not actually really how it truly started, but it's just. It's amazing that again I've I've known about the rally for years and I've never knew that this existed at that level and it's it's awesome like I've really like it it just 
gives me a whole new meaning on on coming down to Sturgis and what it's about that to take in a participant like this would be would be fun and I think an honor to do something like this. Well, we're you guys are sure that we're extending a welcome to you anytime in any event you guys want to want to do it. We'll make sure that happens. That's I mean, awesome. We, we love doing it. But, you know, it sounds like you got a lot of fast stuff. We even do dirt drag. So if you guys wanted to do something non-rally that's a dirt drag or even during the rally, we can do dirt drag stuff too. So okay. pretty much anything you can dream up that you guys want to do, we'll do it. So do you do you guys hold this stuff like this throughout the year? This isn't something that you just put on once a year during the rally. Or is it only right. during the rally? No, we go throughout the whole year. So we do hair scrambles, uh, you know, early in the year. We did one this year. It was rain, snow, or shine. And it there was still snow on the ground, and it just got done snowing, and we still raced it. And uh, it was, I mean, some of the rest that the guys were going through, mm-hmm. they were just rubbing their foot pegs all the way through. Everybody had a blast. Nobody, you couldn't see their numbers or even what kind of bike they were riding just because everybody was, full of mud um we also do like ice racing in the winter this year we're going to do something called ski during so we're going to do motocross ski during we're going to hard pack the uh motocross track with the snowcat and then set up the tires and then pull a skier behind a dirt bike and uh race race that way so you know it's gonna be the first year we've done it but if you ever want to check it out that like sounds extremely dangerous, and I like danger. Yeah, like what kind of yeah. what kind of uh, wait, wait, what did you just say? What, what kind of a waiver do you got to sign to <laughs> to get it? So did I hear this right? You're, you're gonna pull, you're gonna ice up a motocross track, and then pull skiers behind a dirt bike on that motor motocross track, right? Yep. That's what? what we're doing? Yeah. Well, what about that? Does not sound uh, fun. Oh yeah, it, we, we've kind of messed around and done it ourselves. How are you guys getting away with this? Yeah, how do you? Yeah, how? How? how like this is your first. You guys tried like, it, but you've never actually done it. So like, you don't know if it'll get shut down because I can't imagine how there's not a liability and something like that. Hey, you, you know, on racing stuff like that, there's a <laughs> kind of get free reign. I, I, I see. You pretty much sign your life away before you start. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what you're getting. Into. Hey, yeah, I guess I, I just think goes. I, I feel like I got better on jumping off a bridge. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like that just—I've never heard of that before. But it kind of seems like um, it kind of seems like something that Jackass put together on one of their <laughs> shows awesome, and got man. like, "Hey, yeah. let's just let's all do a shot of Patron. Let's get some Harleys. Let's stud the tires. We'll get like a six-foot rope so you're right behind the bike." And then we'll just pull you as fast as we can in a circle. Like, what about that does not sound like a great time? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I hey. we do a lot of that kind of stuff. I, I don't know if it's smart or not, but it sure is fun. Yeah, the, well, that, like you said, hey, earlier, it's all about the memories, and it's all about telling the stories. Well, that'll definitely. That being said, you uh, you want to email me a couple entry forms? Yeah. <laughs> we will do it. And if you want to check it out, just look up Red Bull e jury. And you'll see it. There's a bunch of these Russian guys. And we figure, heck, if the Russians can do it, we like, can do it, too. Well, absolutely. It would be the Russians yeah. that would start that. I think we can do it better. Okay. Sure. Hell, heck, yeah. Yeah. Um, why not? Yeah. <laughs> That's, I'll uh, have to check that out. Yeah. It's funny because I'm like, did I hear him right? Did he say that correct? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> well, we'll have to check it out. Cause and sounds like a great time. We'll do is we'll go out and fly off the lake out here and plow a track on the lake and we do ice racing during the winter a lot of times too so but we never really quit and then there's a whole group of us that set up our tires and we're the jack pine gypsies so that means we ride in the jack pine so we ride all winter long um snow or not up in the hills so, that's awesome yeah we never really quit that's well, that's the goal right yeah that's, that's ride as much as you right. can yeah well that's what yeah. it's about well, that's awesome. Never a bad day on a, on a motorcycle. Never. No, I. you know what? I'll have to give you that. There isn't. Um, seems like it always gets better when you get on the bike. You know, for me, it is anyways. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. man, this is awesome, Brad. I yeah, love, this is cool. I love 
like I learned so much. Um, it's great talking to you. Um, I'm definitely going to Likewise. talk to Bill about um, tell him that you you talk trash to him, and that uh, <laughs> get get him all worked up. He'll probably be emailing or calling you if he's got your number and, and probably confronting <laughs> on you. But hey, it's all good, right? <laughs> That's yeah. good. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. That sounds great. And I'm definitely and, and I'm serious. I, I I'm actually gonna talk to him about a challenge down there. I think it's I think we're on to okay. something there. Um and it's like why not? You know, let's mm-hmm. make the best out of this. Let's try to make something fun. Um yeah. I mean we can promote it, make another podcast, you know, we can do a live deal, make it a big thing. People can, you know, chime in and, and oh, yeah. say make comments and we'll get you in on the deal get you involved and like i said it's all about having fun and why not nobody's ever done it before let's do it let's start right. something we gotta start you working out you're like yeah you're get, telling me yeah yeah you, you know if it's stated on the podcast it's it's official it's yeah it's it's, it's stamped that's it's, a done deal. yeah it's almost like signed contract and yeah. ready so so yeah, yeah one yeah less Looking than a year yeah absolutely um hey it was a pleasure brett um that was again, awesome brett uh, i'd love to come down there even, yeah. uh, even just uh before sturgis and just check out one of these races and just see what it's all about and, and get to meet you and stuff so i think that maybe we'll we'll get in the contact we'll we'll exchange some numbers and um i'd like to come down there and and see this thing and just check it out kind of get a so i can pump yeah. up rob Sounds here on good. what to expect for the racing i'm already Looking pumped up to it. yeah absolutely you guys just just give us a call or however you want to do it and cool. we'll make it happen that sounds good really looking forward to meeting you guys yeah that's awesome thanks brett and uh uh, thanks for taking the time out to visit with us on this podcast and um it's it's awesome to hear about again like how the rally got started and i'm glad that uh hopefully you got to uh answer a lot of the the questions that people are probably thinking and and filling us in on how the uh, rally actually got started so again thanks i i appreciate you uh coming on our podcast um and again people can check this out on um 12 70 a.m super talk radio on saturday mornings it's at 10 o'clock so you can hear it live also you can check us out on um our spotify or youtube channels check out our website dakotacustoms.com our instagram um tiktok if you have any comments or questions, please feel free to drop them in anywhere in there, and uh, we will get them, and uh, we will comment back. And until then, stay tuned to our next episode for our next podcast. Thanks for listening. See you guys. See ya. Thanks, Brett. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, bye. bye. Thanks for listening to Unriveted Radio, also available on demand with the Supertalk 1270 mobile app. Download in the App Store or Google Play today. Unriveted Radio, presented by Dakota Customs, a full-service custom garage on the Strip in Mandan. program has been paid for by Dakota.